This is the Game Jester's Gaming Update Podcast, here with episode 35. We've had a little hiatus for a little while, and we're getting back in the grooves. I was out of town and a little busy. I was actually down with Shamrock in person. Yeah, it's true. We were going to do a live cast then, but uh, some things got in our way. And uh, with between your work schedule and traveling for work and then me taking on some extra work the last couple of weeks as well, we've just been crazy busy, and we do apologize for our hiatus but we are back we are back and with 35 we have we're gonna be touching upon a few things that we missed some things are just like brand new that just came out oh so yeah. we're gonna some jump right in uh did you have before we go into i have two big topics but before we dive into those topics did you have anything you want to go into first well, no, the only thing, you know, like I said, the only thing I'm discussing today is I'm just discussing sales, and I don't think that's, you know, the main topic. But, you know, since we're, it's out, I'll just get it out of the way now. Basically, if you've been following any of the sales reports and the financials, Sony has just made a killing. They, uh, $102 million for the PS4 sold. Putting that in perspective, that makes it the second best home-selling console of all time, right behind, uh, about $50 million behind the PS2. Now, there's some argument on whether it can hit that level or it won't hit that level. I think it's going to be just right under it. I think, you know, we might see like 135 if we're, if Sony has like a really good, because, you know, systems tend to sell well in their last two years. Like right as people are transitioning to the new ones, some people like to uh, snipe up the old ones, but I don't know, 50 million is a far stretch to hit still. This is when PS4 will drop down. The people who couldn't afford it before, you'll notice a quite a few sale, uh, quite a few yeah, sales. People will go out and buy them, and there'll be PlayStation 4 will be going on sale quite a bit, and it's ending. So I can see it getting a few more in its last, but I don't think it'll pass this PS2 at this point. I don't think it will pass it, but it does have enough exclusives toward the end of the life cycle to make it worth getting. So if you really are looking forward to like games like The Last of Us 2. And uh, Death Stranding just came out, and I know there's something else on the horizon. That's not a hint, by the way. There's no new horizon. Uh, I wasn't uh, like, I know someone's going to twist that and be like, horizon, you say? <laughs> it is actually, but it's not coming out not, yet. Not to the, not, well, not to the PS4, at least. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is one of the first games coming out in PlayStation 5. And we'll have news on that later. But that other than for sales, otherwise, uh, Nintendo actually doing super well with the Switch. The Switch Lite was a phenomenal idea as well. That adds to the the whole family of sales. And that just hit 42 for the Switch in general, both including the Switch and the Switch Lite. The 42 million mark, which basically surpasses Xbox One at this point, which is not very shocking. Uh, Xbox One, you know, Xbox, they Microsoft had their dedicated fanboys, of course, and... You know, I'm not knocking their console. I, I I use Game Pass, and I love it. And I think that's the direction Xbox is going to slowly start shifting. Because, you know, they have their cloud-based gaming thing in beta right now. So I think you, you might start seeing them uh, take on the likes of Stadia. And that's where Xbox is going to kind of go next generation. That's just my... I mean, they'll still have a console, of course. And we know it's going to be powerful, and it's going to be big. But I, I think their shift is going to slowly start being towards the, the, the digital platform and cloud-based gaming. Yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Just got for sales. I, I thought, uh, uh, oh, they, um, you know, this this caused some controversy too, speaking of sales. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate just became the best-selling fighting game of all time. 
And now a lot of Super Smash Brothers fans are actually upset about this because they don't consider the game a fighting game. So this this never bothered them before it became the the biggest selling of all time. It didn't bother, but it, until that happened, it all of a sudden bothered them. It, it, it's not even people who don't like the game; it's fans of the game who are bashing that title, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> hmm. That is kind of hard. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, no, it's, it's not a fighting game. It's it's a arena. It's an arena game. It's a party game. It's an arena game. And it's and I can like, see what they're saying though. It <laughs> doesn't doesn't come off as the usual, the typical like Budokai and Mortal Kombat fighter yeah. style. It does well, yeah, come off as not, more not, than not, arena. Not one on one with your you know your your complicated combos that you expect from like you know like your. Uh, I think because people consider it more of a button masher. That's where it was. But it's, it's mostly fans that are saying that, not even people who don't even like, you know, it's not even like angry Street Fighter 2 fans that are like, you oversold our game. No, it's the mm. Super Smash Brothers fans, which is why it's so it funny. Is. It is kind of strange. <laughs> but and moving on. Their own. <laughs> moving on. So, uh, we'll move in before our big topics. The Netflix Netflix announces the Witcher's release date alongside with a new trailer was released. It originally was set for November, but they pushed it back just one month on December 20th. The uh, Net, the Witcher TV shows on Netflix is going to start up with um, Henry Cavill playing as the main character. Hmm. I'm still very curious to see how this plays out because I was what, what was we were talking about this a couple podcasts ago. We we're talking about how it's supposed to follow the book series more than the game series. Yes, it's supposed to follow more, I guess, with the true, the original lore more so. Hmm. I mean, I'm very curious to see how it plays out because after watching the trailer again, you know, there's still elements they've t- they've taken from the game. So, you know, yeah. especially as far as the look goes. So <laughs> it does look good, and I have high hopes for it. So I'm hoping that it does really good. The only thing I'm disappointed with is all the seasons now, like Netflix and everyone does it, there's only going to be 10 episodes for per season because that's how they're doing it now to save money. They're shortening everything down. I don't like this whole 10-episode kind of era we're living in now. Well, I think there's a couple different reasons for that, and that's more, like you said, a lot of it is money, because a lot of these, especially a show like The Witcher, where you have, you can tell that's a high production, that's not a cheap production show, you know, yeah. to get all those sets and to get all that costuming and get all that just to get all the the authenticity of it, like butchering the heck out of that word, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, to get all that, the perfect look for it and to get that, make it look like it's in that period, that's money on its own, but then also... You take into consideration, people have short attention spans. You know, so 10 episodes seems like, I guess, Netflix figured is like the perfect uh, binge amount. You can yeah. binge in six hours and be happy, and, you know, that's it. And that doesn't take up your whole day. <laughs> I'm guessing. I, and money. I'd rather have something for long term to keep on watching. Yeah, I, I'm weird. I like doing both binging, and I also like waiting a week for the next episode. At the same time. See, I, I like binging, but I like binging more than 10 episodes a season. Yeah, I, I'm very weird. Like, I, I like when new episodes come out like on a weekly basis, but I would rather it be like four or five at a time so I could just binge watch those. And then, you know, next week, the next four or five come <laughs> yeah. Watch them on my terms, you know? And 
Now I feel like I'm missing something there, not being spoiler alerted because, you know, someone watched it right at two o'clock when it came out and six o'clock in the morning, you know, you wake up to watch it and everyone's posting on, uh, <laughs> guess uh, what happened old, with King Henry, you know, and good old Game of Thrones era. <laughs> you didn't watch it Sunday night and oh, it was were spoiled for you, you six in the morning screwed. the next day. <laughs> You just stay off social media. But yes, moving on from... Uh, unless you had anything else more about The Witcher. No, that was it. I just want to punch upon the new release date. It's mm-hmm. coming up. Because we have some big news. Are we getting to our big news? Do you want to get to that now? Yeah, or? we'll go to the, we'll go into the big news. We have, I think, three big topics, actually. So which one did you want to start with? Let's see. Uh, let's start with... Everyone's talking. Diablo. Diablo. Okay. Yeah, let's so, talk about that. Well, first been, of all, well, you can take it first. I was say, well, first of all, what we got, they say we have, what, cross-platform multiplayer on this one. Yes. Is that the big uh, one of the big things they're pushing with this? I mean, there's other that's, things, but that's one of the key things that got my attention. <laughs> yeah, that's one of their big pushes. That's what they're... So but I know you have a lot because you were just watching the reveal, one of the reveal videos, and you were intensely watching it. So I, I'm going to let you take away with what you picked up on that because I might not have picked up everything. So <laughs> yeah, so I just watched. Um, they so far they only. I'm hoping they get more. Like all the games do, they usually pick up more. But it looks like they're going back to the first game, Diablo One route, where they only have three characters, which I'm confused with. I hope they get more, like the other games. But they'll have the DLC where they'll bring in more characters. Hmm. But I'm hoping they have more than three base characters. The starters so far are the warrior, the sorceress, and the druid. So with these ones, so far they've released. I just watched the druid now and the sorceress the other day. They had two gameplay trailers that they released. They didn't really show the leveling system since with the beta they had, they started you off at level 20. So you didn't really see the skill tree. Um, So I watched them going through... The uh, customization, I feel, is a little lacking. Mm -hmm. Like with Diablo 3, you were able to pick your character, pick your gender. So that's a big thing because then you don't have to be like uh, gender equality. If you want to be this person, (laughs) you can pick whatever gender you want for them. Uh, You can also customize the way they look and all that. This one kind of took away from that. Just love the way you said that, by the way. (laughs) I mean, it's not wrong. This one, they give you two choices, but it's the same. It's pretty much all it does is change, like the druid. You have either a big beard or a smaller beard. They don't really change much with what you can pick. So it's kind of weird that it took away a lot of the customability of your character. Well, is that just but, something from beta? Now they just have a, they don't have the full thing because it is in it is in beta. It's in a closed beta right now, isn't it? Or yeah, it's in the closed beta where all the big game developers are playing it. So but, that could change by the time, or maybe not. <laughs> probably not something like that. I don't think they would change, but I hope they do. They did release a lot of, uh, they showed off all of your, uh, pretty much your skill tree. They showed off all the basic attacks. You can pretty much uh, get, predict what's going to be like the druid. You got your basic, your uh, werewolf form, your bear form, the same things with all your shape shiftings. Mm. You got your um, spiritual attacks the wraith and the cool thing is with the druid and their companions in the old diablo games when they died you had to resummon them this one automatically resummons it's a passive skill you never have to you never got to worry or forget about it it always pops and they're always back in the wolves 
your wolves, ravens, and, and, and while creatures. I'm thinking about it, not to cut you off there, but while I'm thinking about it, this is this takes place after the events of Reaper of Souls. Yes, they, they didn't. I didn't see the exact timeline, but this will take place after that. Okay. Yeah, because I know you were mentioning an older style, but I just wanted to make sure that I was still on the same page that it still was like. Yeah, no, this is already. Uh, what's what was his name? Me, me, I forgot his name. The Kyle or. He's already dead, and this storyline follows Lilith now. Lilith, if anyone who isn't big on the Diablo lore, she was the original, kind of the mother of all things. She was the big um, deception, pushing for everything to happen. She is finally coming out from the underworld, and she's being released into the Isn't human it such world. a con- not to interrupt there, but that's such a common name, and like, when you're talking about, like, you know, that kind of lore, Lilith is like the... <laughs> so, do you know what Lilith where Lil- the name Lilith came from? It's from lesbians? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, no one take it the wrong way. Carry on. It's going to get fury coming at us. <laughs> Lilith is a name from like a religion kind of thing, is known as an ancient evil. And kind of like when you look at um, uh, the angel, archangel Michael, and all of the, the devil Lucifer, and Lilith is one of the notable demonic one of the queen, the most powerful demons around. And that's why it's really common in this kind of uh, mythology. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's a cool backstory. It's just, it's something I've always noticed that it's, it's, it's never a name that it's very, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Very close to its lore where it's excuse you. Okay. That's what? a thing. Sorry. I, I was, I was reading something and then it was just like, no, you cannot read this. So it's like, okay. <laughs> it just closed out. Well, back to Be gone. Diablo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I was trying to say, this is also interesting to me is because there's no release date yet. Yeah, I'm assuming it's going to come out, uh, I'm thinking probably mid-2020 is my guess. I would imagine because they're, they, they're targeting, they're saying they're targeting and developing it for you know, uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC. So I'm assuming it's going to be a situation where we get it as like the final swan song of those consoles, but we also get the remaster or a um, even maybe a, what would you call that? When you release it with the older generation consoles and the newer generation at the same time. Oh, bringing them all, re-release kind of thing, bringing yeah. them all out together. Yeah, if they, uh, but yeah, if they do that route, but then, well, then that's the good question. That's the interesting question, though. Would you be able to, because it's cross-play at that point, but would you be able to cross generations? Now that, right. I don't know. They did kind of do Diablo 3 from the PS3 to PS4. You were able to transfer your character over, but it was kind of a completely different kind of game with a different trophy set. Yeah, and then when the I know Grand Theft Auto for a while, you were also able to transfer over, but then they were like, no, because people are taking advantage of the system and blah 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 and all this yeah. and that. And, um, so there was that. And uh, <laughs> but what else we have? We have something else on that. You had some other big point on that. I might have cut you off, and I do apologize because I was trying oh, to see yeah. if you hit it yet. 
back with the uh, the Diablo, the skill tree was the biggest one. With Diablo 3, the biggest disappointment was they build the character for you. You can't do any customization for it. You level up, they give you this skill. All you can do is be like, okay, I want to use this skill or this skill. That was the biggest bummer of the game. Diablo 4, they are, I, it looks like they're changing it up and they're bringing, it's a small, but they're bringing the skill tree back in. It doesn't look like it's as vast as Diablo 2, which was the best skill tree they had, but at least it's something where you can build a little bit different. Diablo 2 was the best thing was, if you have one sorceress and another one, you can go playing the same character, build your characters completely different. By the end of the game, you can have two completely different characters, being this both being a sorceress, but you can be completely different playstyle. That was not the same for Diablo 3. Not the same. No for matter me. what. Yeah. And 4, I like that they're bringing the skill tree back, but it doesn't look as big as it should be. And you know, I can't quite remember Diablo 3 in entirety. I just can't... For some reason, it's like blanking on me. Like, I just played it recently, but like, my brain has just fallen asleep. <laughs> uh, see, I played it a lot, and I know I can... I think it was so because much. I was playing it with... Uh, I was playing it with uh, when uh, Mikey and I were playing it, and then he mm. went behind my back and leveled up his character. Right. And we yeah. were supposed to be on the same... <laughs> yeah, so I play with people like that. They go and they get to like, so you're level like 19 and they're 56. Yeah. And it's like, well, that takes all the fun out of it. Well, I yeah, because I was like, we through. can level up together and then we can, you know, grow our skills together. And that was the whole point of us doing it the co-op way because I was looking forward to that. So here I, I think I was in, you know, one of the wizard classes or, and here I am like, you know, okay, I, I'm level three. We got to level 13. I play after I come home from work and he's been home all day and he's level 43. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, that takes the fun out of it. I was like, the hell? <laughs> but I was trying to think, I was trying to think there was something else I was going to add to that, but now, for the life of me, I cannot remember it. I, yeah. Because I know you touched you touched upon everything as far as the um, about as far as the classes go and everything and as far as uh, skills and you can pretty the much skill tree. The three basic ones. You know, they're pretty much you can expect. The druid's going to be shape-shifting and summoning. The sorceress is going to be her same conjuring fire. And her ultimates look. Then the warrior, of course, charge in. He's going to have the leap and the whirlwind. Sorry, I was reading. I was reading. I was listening and reading at the same time because I was just trying to see if there was anything you've missed. <laughs> yeah. But I, saw, I was saying what you heard, and then yes. No, but you got it spot on. You got everything Everything I've just been reading on Reddit right now and reading on, you know, because also reliable sources of Reddit, by the way. And uh, just in the gaming yeah. groups that I'm in right now, I was just kind of quickly browsing and seeing, but you nailed it, so. Well, I had been watching BlizzCon when they released it. I watched their release trailer. I watched the that 10-minute release trailer. That was long for a release trailer, but it was pretty cool. I liked it. It brought, and then I watched it all the gameplay the trailers. Message across—that's all that matters. It was pretty neat. I liked it. So I watched pretty much every video that's been released on it so far. <laughs> Even with all the boycotts and all the craziness they're going through right now, but that's another topic for another day. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still, I still watch. I like my Diablo. Yeah, I. But another topic, another day. <laughs> Debate show. To our next big. <laughs> topic which i don't have as much information it's a big topic and everyone's going crazy for it but i didn't get as much information 
because I like the game. I was never a huge fan in the game. And that is Overwatch 2 coming out. Overwatch 2, yeah. I um, I was never huge into Overwatch myself. I still have yet to even play the first Overwatch. I, I remember when it won Game of the Year, I'm like, I never played this. Why did this win? <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the game. I don't think it was Game of the Year worthy. But going um, into 2 now, one thing that does pull my interest is they're going away from just... Uh, that multiplayer, which was all one was, was just pure multiplayer. Mm. And it looks like they're adding, it's not really like a campaign story, but they're adding co-op modes, which isn't as good. I prefer a full campaign played co-op. That makes it more fun. But at least co-op modes give you something more to do. So with it's, it's like a mission type thing? Like they'll be it, doing... Yeah, it looks like mission board. Co-op mission type of thing. So rather than a full on... Huh... And um, yeah. this is coming to everything, as far as I know, as far as Overwatch 2. Yes. It's coming to, uh, they were talked about uh, PS4, uh, Xbox One. I think they said Switch because they had just talked about over, the first Overwatch being on Switch. And yeah, they were saying sure something about, about that coming as well. I'm trying to think of... I was trying to just read up on it. I know one of the other things they were... They were talking about wanting to unify the systems, too. So that Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2 would be eventually on the same... On the same client. Hmm. Uh, so I'm not quite sure what they're wanting to... I guess, I guess when Overwatch 2 becomes super pop, you play, you know, and you know, everyone's phasing out from Overwatch 1, I guess it'll be easier to transition if they do some sort of... Maybe if they implement some sort of carryover type system. I don't know if they would do that, but... Yeah, possible. Because I imagine eventually they're going to want to, you know, kill the old one and focus on the new one. But I could be wrong. They could... <laughs> they might want yeah. both of them to be... Because uh... from what else, what else I'm reading is they it could be its own standalone type thing and not like its own... I didn't read a lot about it. I'm not a huge Overwatch fan, so. <laughs> so, <clears throat> the big thing about Overwatch now is they're bringing all of the original heroes with Overwatch 1. They're coming to Overwatch 2 with, um, I think they said 13 new hero designs that are coming to Overwatch 2. So, um, you're going to have all the originals with a few more people. 13. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And number and, is like, bam. They could add more. They keep on adding. But that's a big thing. They're adding... Uh, I forgot what they said about the uh, characters. There's going to be... Uh, you forgot so much that you completely just zoned out about it. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm going to move on because I don't remember much about Overwatch. I read it. Was it Thursday we were going to do the podcast? And I read it and I forgot to refresh my memory. Diablo stands in my head because I remember that and I kept reading more. And that's one it. that you're really looking forward to as far as where Overwatch, you're just like, eh, when I find out more news about it, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, between the two, I would be more interested in playing Diablo myself because I, I at least like Diablo, so. <laughs> I am interested in the co-op mode in Overwatch. And actually, Overwatch is free to play, I believe, on PlayStation. So you can play Overwatch now for free. Is it? Did they, did they make it free that. to play? Overwatch. Free. Yes, free toilet paper, because that's what I'm trying to say. 
I do believe it is free to play. Oh wow, yeah, this is um you can now pay uh well that was from May, but I don't know if Oh it was yeah, from one it week. A while ago. Oh, it was only one week? I, I don't it know if it's still I'll have to look well, into that because they were saying back in May it was the week of my birthday, it was like free to play. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking it, it is gonna go free to play at some point anyway. I think a lot of games are going free to play. Rocket League is another one that's going free to play, I think. They haven't said that yet, but you know, when it gets removed from the Steam store later this year, because Epic has the exclusive rights to it, I think. Hmm. Uh, because uh, the developer now works with Epic or something. So I think we're going to see it go free to play. The DLC just became free. So any of that DLC that you bought, you know, now is completely useless because now it's free for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So. I think that's what's going to happen too. But anyway, our next big topic, because I just got sidetracked with Rocket League, which I might play tonight. Yeah. Hint, hint. That in VR chat. Hint, hint. <laughs> Good old VR chat. But our next big topic, um, Best Stranding. This was a big, highly hyped game. Just came out, and the reviews are coming in. It's getting very well reviewed, actually. Yeah. I'm User shocked. reviews are... Little little mixed, but mostly for the good portion. User reviews they have. Well, a lot of the um, user reviews are allegedly they're being bombed. They're being review bombed allegedly because it's exclusive, yeah. which this happens with a lot of exclusive console games. You see a bunch of users from other systems. They'll go on there and they'll be like, "This isn't on our system. This game sucks," you know. And it's a very common thing they do. I yeah, I'm actually reading the reviews from the users of why they're reviewing it bad, and yeah, you're exactly right. These are very bad points. Like, yeah, they... Well, g give me one of them, because I'm curious to see. <laughs> well, one person put, this game has horrible graphics. Uh, the game had really good graphics. Everyone's even, there's a bunch of users commenting on it and saying, how, explain it. And... Yeah. This one yeah. doesn't make any sense. They're like, not satisfied with the game, had big expectations, mostly everything in the game doesn't make sense. What is it that doesn't make sense? <laughs> what were your big expectations? <laughs> this person, this game doesn't live up to PT. First, PT was trash. Oh. I don't care who I offend, PT was not a good game. That's the clipable moment right there. PT was trash. Timestamp. <laughs> what was it? 26 minutes in. Okay, got it. <laughs> but yeah so a lot of people are mad because they're like this isn't a PT game I want a PT I think you know I am I, I'm very curious now that it's out I could actually see what the hell it's about because <laughs> that was one of the things the whole time was that I didn't know what it was each, each reveal trailer they showed more but they showed nothing at the same time like it was a nice cinematic and it's like, okay, well, he's walking up to the water now, and he's got this dead baby. That was the same dead baby from PT. Whoa. Mine's just blown there. The baby <laughs> crying in the sink. It's the same baby. Yeah. Huh. Calling it. The games tie in. No, I don't know. <gasps> Maybe. But the reviews, Metascore gave it an 83, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty decent, especially for... Uh, Especially for an exclu exclusive. Usually anything above 75 for an exclusive game is pretty good. 
Yeah. I mean, 75 is usually, like, the, the area you want to target, and the lower 80s is good. If you can get in the 90s, like, if it was, like, what, um, what was that one? We were just talking about it earlier. We were talking about it earlier. What the heck was it? Horizon. Horizon had, like, what, that was a 97? Yeah. Horizon. Let me, I'll check really quick. I put up God of War was a 94. Yeah, God of War was one of the almost near-perfect ones. Yeah. Um, I remember that. I remember that very well. Metacritic was mm-hmm, 89. Oh, Red Dead Redemption 2 had a 97 as well. Yeah. So. Believe it or not. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of, not that at all, but the, um, what the heck, the free games of the month this month on PS4 are actually pretty decent, right. if I remember correctly. Yes. What so, were, what were they again? Just remind me quick, because I completely forgot. Without Neo, looking. if you're into the Dark Souls type game, Neo has the same kind of mm-hmm. uh, dark themed combat, really hard kind of play style. And the other game is Outlast Two, which I've been reading reviews on it. People are saying they played Outlast One; it was a good game. They played Outlast Two. A lot of people can't even finish it because they said the creepy factor is far greater than one. Oh, a I'm so excited about actually, that! Yes, yeah. I still haven't played the first Outlast, but I heard very, very good things about it. It's been a game I've been wanting to play forever, so I'm gonna be starting Outlast. with the second one like a weirdo. But uh, <laughs> unless the was, first Outlast is on Game Pass or something, then I will <laughs> play through that one, first. But one was free for a little while ago. We gave one away for free last Christmas, uh, last Halloween. Last Christmas, <laughs> I gave but you out last. <laughs> the Xbox game, since we did PlayStation, they got Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter, um, Final Station. Never heard of that one. Final Joyride Station, Turbo. I think, is an indie game. I think it was something I was looking at one time, but I don't remember anything about it. And uh, Star Wars. Jedi Starfighter or the Xbox Street Well, I can tell you right now, Outlast is only $4 on Steam at this particular hmm. moment. So it is Not 80% bad. off. So <laughs> Time to go and buy it. Even the sequel, if you're not on PlayStation, Outlast 2 is $7.49 on Steam right now. So And I'm, now, a little bit, I want to just drop a little bit of um, uh, spoilers of what we can expect for 2020. We have a big 2020 of gaming coming out right away in January. You have Dragon Ball Z Kakarot coming to Uh January 14th. Then the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered on the 23rd. Life is Strange 2 Collector's Edition on February 4th. Then February takes up a big month with Final yeah, Fantasy Yeah, a small VII. little game called Final Fantasy VII Remastered. I mean, I don't <laughs> think anyone's going to play that, but... <laughs> Small little uh, indie title. Game of the year. <laughs> That's actually now, it got pushed back a little bit. That's now March 3rd instead of February. Oh, dang. Then you got, and with this month, Neo, you can play it. And March 13th, Neo 2 is coming out. Good sequel. Then the other games, we got Cyberpunk 2077 in April. We got Doom Watch Eternal Dogs 3. March. We got Watch Dogs three or Legion, they're calling it. I keep calling it three, and we got yeah. one, we got that other one, that other big one, uh, the Last of Us two, which got pushed back, I think, till May. They said now, but yeah, 
there's that. And uh, I'm excited about it. But, I mean, closing out the rest of this year, I wanted to just, as we close out this week in general, I just wanted to see what the rest of the, what some of the good games were for coming out for the rest of this year. For, and uh, what are we, in November? Yeah, <laughs> we're in November. Just looking through the list. The list. list quick. Uh, Death Stranding just came out two couple days ago. So go pick that up. You got Need for Speed Heat out as well. And I'm just trying to see what the big ones are. Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out next week. Star Wars Jedi. Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order. Fallen Order. I have that coming on my Gamefly. So that should be interesting. Of course, the big Stadia launch on November 19th. If you were a founder of Stadia, you will be able to play. If not, as far as we know, you will not be able to play until they open it up to the non-founders, which they said early 2020, but that could change on the dime. And oh, they got almost everything coming to Stadia. All the big ones. Metro Exodus, uh, Farming Simulator. (laughs) That was because Farming Simulator. Uh, Farming Simulator. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Uh, There was a Sniper Ghost Warrior. Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts. I'm trying to think of just I'm just trying to say the ones that Life is Strange two episode five and then the collector's edition you were talking about we were just talking about oh for Europe a collector's edition for Europe so we're getting yeah. one later that's weird uh, and that's it there's really nothing the rest of the year has nothing like that is worth your time <laughs> <laughs> well until then I think that's. Unless you have anything else. No, I just wanted to see if there was anything major coming out the rest of this year. And it's it's pretty much not. So now we're looking ahead to the Game Awards and what we think Game of the Year is going to be. And we might be doing our own little presentation as well. So we're going to look into that and see what we come Rumble. up with. And we might add in, maybe, I know we talked about this before. Maybe we'll put in at the end of this podcast a little trophy hunting tips, tricks, and guides. I'm looking up Death Stranding. It is pretty easy to platinum. The only problem is it's grindy and it's going to take over 100 hours. Damn. Really quickly, though, before we end, what do you think is going to take home Game of the Year this year? Game of the... I need time to think about it because I, I this took me off guard and I need to remember what all came out this year. I can't... Mm-hmm. I know that was Resident Evil 2, Resident but Evil I 2. feel that was too early. It might not win because they'll probably might get a mention, but I don't think it'll win because it came out way too early. I think it might Borderlands win some three. Players. Borderlands 3, I don't see as Game of the Year. I see Borderlands 3 as probably, that's probably my vote as Game of the Year for now until oh. next next week or the next podcast we have in two weeks. I, I will have my I real prediction. I feel like it's going to be Apex. I feel like Apex is going to take it home. Apex. I don't think Apex. I mean, Apex I didn't. I, I, I didn't think Overwatch would win Game of the Year, and here we are, back in this. <laughs> hmm. But uh, you know, I, I I vote for the Untitled Goose Game personally, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right, yeah. that does it for us this week, because we're now officially over our time with that little nonsensical spree at the end. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> we will have or uh, uh, guesses next. Podcast in two weeks. Yes. 